When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Do you guys ever feel really ashamed when in and outs like, hey, uh, do you want this to eat later or are you going to eat it in your car? And you're I've like, started to lie. Dave and Mahoney. My, my order is way different than yours. You go what two you, double doubles? I get, I get two, two, double, two double doubles, doubles two fries. What? what? Big boy. I get a, I get a soda. <laughs> I'm eating for two. Yeah. And by two, I mean My left side <laughs> and my right side. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first, Dave Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Okay, some bad news. Question for you first, though. Have you guys ever had a crazy bus driver? Oh, yeah, Mr. Thomas. Yes, yeah. Mrs. Davis. Mr. Ed for me. Crazy bus driver. Uh, used to get I mean, furious. a horse was driving a bus, Dave. That is <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, he, he would get furious if there was anyone that had, like, a foot in the aisle, and he would intentionally, like, jerk the bus, and all the kids would go spill in one direction or the other. Or he'd slam on the brakes. So I see this story, and it kind of makes me go, eh, I don't know. So there's a bus driver in Colorado. His name is Brian Fitzgerald. And he was frustrated because he kept telling all the students to sit down and sit in their seats properly. And so what he did is he kind of brake checked them. And, it, like, all the kids kind of bloop, just fell forward a little bit. I saw the video. It wasn't crazy. It's not like they were cracking their heads on the seats or anything. It was just a little boop. And I was like, okay, first off, that's nothing compared to... To what Mr. Ed used to do to us. That guy was oh, you get thrown around. Like, he would take yeah, a corner man. like crazy. Like, he would intentionally break. hit speed bumps at full speed. So that way, all the kids in the back would just go flying. Wait, we up. would also purposefully try and sit in the back because we always knew that one spot on that one street, Over whenever you wheel. were on your way yes. home, and you would go flying. That was the fun part, man. So they're saying that he's being charged with 30 counts of child abuse oh, drama. and has been fired. And you're like, come on, man. Like, if he was trying to hurt the kids, it would be different. He just. Tap the brakes, and the kids kind of slid forward, and he's like, see how dangerous it is? Like, please listen to me type thing. It's a different world that we live in today because the bus drivers of our era had to be ruthless. Wild. They (laughs) took no guff. See, but I was such a snitch on the bus because... uh I wanted to be able to listen to music. Our bus driver let us, if we were good, listen to the, like the local radio show or bring in a CD. Ooh. You would dime people out on the if school bus if they were not paying attention? I was walking through those aisles. Leslie, shut your dumb mouth. Dude, we're you listening. have been a Karen your entire life. We're listening to the radio. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So one thing that we have both experienced recently, Audrey, is some drama with the car. And I haven't even told you about this yet, but yesterday I was driving down the road and some car just was kind of weaving in and out of traffic and wasn't paying attention and was going to like veered out of their lane into my lane, just Ooh. did not see me at all. And, you know, I had to jam on my brakes and honk and, you know, flip them off and do all just the normal things that you do. Throw a peace sign, Dave. <laughs> no, I didn't flip them off because they were already speeding away too fast. Yeah. When it's all yeah, anyways. Chance. I was hoping I'd catch them at the light. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, Audrey, you've had way more drama than that recently. I didn't have a real appreciation for the fact that the, the roads here are just a Grand Prix at all times. Like, everyone is flying all over the place. got to be pretty aggressive. Yeah. I like aggressive drivers. I, I do, as too. As opposed because, to yeah. the opposite of that. If you're going 60 in the HOV lane... Like, yeah. we're going to fight. So, but here's the thing is that I feel like whenever we're talking about aggressive drivers, you have to be aggressive and, like, know that you are a good driver enough to be that aggressive. Sure. For me, I am not a good driver really in general. I know what my strengths are, and it's just not that, okay? Like, I am fairly fairly aware of that. But um, I, ag- I enjoy aggressive drivers who handle the road well. Well, and you ran into some, well, somebody ran into you, I should put uh, it that way because they did. Like you got into a literal hit and run last yes. week where a guy came flying out into your lane, crashed into you, and it, it knocked half your bumper off your car. And Literally. the reason why this has become so dramatic is because now you're going to have to pay for that to be repaired and you were going to use that money to buy a puppy. And so this guy, in a way, killed your dog. He ruined my puppy. <laughs> yeah, my puppy dreams, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe not because I did detour on the way you, that I'm going to get it fixed. Oh, my God. 
do, what are you talking Tell, about? You're going to detour okay, the way you're going to so fix your car, She Audrey. was talking about this just the other day <laughs> where she had this bra- brilliant idea as opposed to it is calling her insurance company <laughs> and having them fix it because that's what your insurance is for, literally. I don't want my premium to go up. <laughs> you're going to instead decide to buy the bumper on Amazon. Is that the plan that you're talking about? Oh, the plan is in place. Did you already buy the bumper this bumper? is in route. You did bought you, a bumper you, on Amazon. Did you for prime your, it? Did, was yeah, it? Was it? Can you buy an, uh, a Camry bumper on Prime? You sure can. How, How much? <laughs> really? One sixty-five. One hundred sixty-five dollars. Fantastic deal. deal. What super great so deal? So it's, it's already primed, which means that like uh, if I take it to a person, all they have to do is paint it. They don't have to prime it, whatever. So it's going to cost me X amount of dollars for them to just take the bumper that's left on my tr- car off, uh-huh. put the new bumper on. One hundred and fifty bucks. Done. Huh. And then later, I can go and get it painted. But so my car's can, already black, and it's primed black. So, so it's got to look as good enough for government work, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. So you're going to have them. Do you know who's going to put it on for you? Yes. You have somebody th- yes. to do that, and they're only going to charge you. His name is you. Israel, and I'm very excited to meet him. And he's going to do it for 150 bucks to, to put the bumper, take it off and on. Yeah. That seems already, low, doesn't it? Because I've already brought all of the parts. It's, it's probably gonna, not going to take him that long. I mean, no. this dude's yeah. probably a, you know does this on a fair amount, like and just. Yeah, I'm, 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 I support this. Heck, I yeah, think it'll man. be fine. How do they, you can Amazon a whole bumper? Like, how do they transport that thing? That's okay, so that's the next issue. Are you just going to have a big bumper sitting on your front step <laughs> oh when you get home one day? Porch in my new apartment complex. So, like, I don't know how are they going to get it to me. We'll figure that out as we get there. But, are they going to have to deliver now, it to the front office and then somebody at your apartment's going to have to go, uh, Audrey, your, uh, well, your bumper is here. It can't be that heavy, right? No, it's fiberglass. Right. It's so, not that heavy. It's just enormous. But now, again, my boyfriend and I were having the discussion after I'd already bought it. He brought it to my attention because I wasn't thinking this was his real, this is his idea, truly. And, um, but anyways, he, after I bought it, he's like, well, wait, how, how are we going to get it there? Like, how are we going to get it to the place where they're going to fix yeah. your You could probably just throw a bumper oh. in your back seat or roll. But I drive a Camry, man. No, it should it be fine. Fit? No, because, like, I, I, I transported, like, a 10-foot. No, not in the box, but we'll take it out of the box. Okay. Roll, like, lay down your passenger side That's what I said. Uh, seat, and we can finagle it in that way. Okay, yeah, I think so, too. Sure. Because. That'll fit. But all of this to say. I think the puppy's back on because oh, I yeah? have found a way because my priorities are clearly in place. So the reason that you were doing all of this <laughs> is because you wanted the puppy. <laughs> Otherwise, you just would have called your insurance company. Instead, no, you're going to have some. that's not 100% true. I just know where my priorities are. Just I need companionship. Uh-huh. And um, I am planning on getting a new car probably here within the next, like, five months. So why put thousands of dollars oh, I feel that. into it I feel that. if it's going to be fixed and look just as good and fine or well, close, close, or we'll close enough. And I don't we'll have to see. pay my deductible. I'm literally paying more than half or less than half. Your insurance company must love you. Why? Because I'm always just paying them every month? Yes, and then you never file a claim, even when somebody runs into you and rips your bumper off. I mean, it, save it for when you really need it, right? Yes. No, that's not. Oh, God. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yo, Dave, you got to try sandwich some of them french fries in a Big Mac. That is a game changer. All right, love you guys. Message deleted. So I've, I've seen people do this before where you actually just take like a handful of fries and you put it under one of the buns and then you chomp away at the Big Mac. I just, I love the Big Mac so much that it just does not need to be altered. I also feel like McDonald's fries stand on their own. Yes, that's, I, yeah. I think that more about the French fries than I do about the Big Mac. The only thing that's good about the Big Mac is the sauce. No, it's all good. It's delicious. It's the it's the perfect sandwich, which is why it's number one. I think that you McDonald's. like it so much because your wife is really enjoying it, and you love your wife a lot. And I think that's about it. No, no, I love the Big Mac way more <laughs> than I love Mac. my wife. Stop. <laughs> I can get a new wife. There's only one Stop. Big Mac. There is <laughs> the kidding, Big Mac has just changed so much over the years. I think that we have also just like we've romanticized what fast food used to be. It's yeah. not like food in general. Like when we were kids, Mahoney, you've talked about this. Like Kraft mac and cheese used to be. So much different. Or raviolis no, from a I, can used to be so much different. I don't know if they have. Kraft has been Kraft forever. Like, that, that is a flavor that I could taste right now thinking about Kraft mac and cheese. 
Ravioli, I'll give you. I'll give you the Chef Boyardee ravioli. That has changed, and I don't think for the better. But Kraft has always been just right there. And what they, they did a really amazing job with runny cheese, watery powdered cheese, and we all well, just love it. Well, cheese question mark? <laughs> yeah, like what is that <laughs> deliciousness? <laughs> sure. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey guys, so I have a question. Would you accept a job locked in a pitch black room? alone doing nothing for eight hours a day if it paid 30k a week i personally would definitely do it why not Message i mean just deleted. sleep thirty thousand dollars if week. you're doing nothing you're in a pitch black room that sounds like the greatest place ever to sleep that would drive me insane that's not sol- literal solitude no, it's, it's, it's Dave a deprivation needs his little fan. I, mean, I need a fan 30 g's a week <laughs> I mean, what is that? Times fifty-two. It's like that's a, one. That's one point five million a year, right? Dude, but you have it. to spend eight hours a day in pitch black. Sleep. I <laughs> sleep. Sleep for eight hours, eight dude. Hours. You're already doing it. Yes. So you're saying just don't sleep the rest of the time and then go in there and sleep. Yes. Yeah. What do you mean? That is problem makes the most solved. Sense. Okay. That's smarter, <laughs> not harder, people. That actually makes a lot of sense. Mahoney, I liken this phrase to your motto: "Work smarter, not harder." Remember, the better the sign spinner, the harder it is to read the sign. Message deleted. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> you know, there's there's nothing worse than somebody who's out there like really enjoying their job spinning Just that sign. Just going crazy spinning that sign. You're like, I can't tell one what direction it is, or two what you're advertising. <laughs> right? Like, be a little lazier. <laughs> no, if you if you've got a pro sign spinner, and I have been to the sign spinning world championships. You have not. I 100. <laughs> percent Oh, those exist. God, you're I a have. Dork. <laughs> Wait, pause. Hold on. I need more storyline here. Why? I was paid to MC <laughs> it like seven years ago. How much did so, they pay you for that? I got like five hundred bucks. Did you really? Yeah, that seems fine. like. I mean, it was it was an hour's work. No, it just seems kind of like appearance. Kind of yeah. like an overpay. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but they 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 happened. I was there. Mm-hmm. It was cool, but usually when you have the super acrobatic side sign spinning guys, you have like a static sign that's right next to them. Oh, okay. Not the ones over by me. Uh, I actually have a guy who's are, really good at sign spinning. On corner USA do they have the static sign next to the I've never seen no, that. I've no, never seen that. But you're, they're not employing the best in the world. Oh, that's what it because is. Because the best in the world bring their own static sign. How they you, know how this goes. But I mean, like, how do you become that? Like, where, it's like do you becoming a flair bartender. Yes. Like, do, okay. you bartended, I bartended. And, like, we no had flair. a guy who was, like, a, a flair bartender who worked down uh, you know, at the at the, uh, the the nighttime bars in St. Louis when I was growing up. Wasn't it just like a Ruby Tuesdays? No, it was like a, it was a place called LaCleed's Landing, and so oh. it was like also, a, it was with, like a bar the, district with all of the very. Uh, it was called Bar St. Louis, is where he worked. Okay. All of the really good flair bartenders out there. Just shout out to the people that were patient enough to let them get good, because it's a lot less charming when Todd chucks a bottle of vodka across the bar inadvertently at your local dive bar mm-hmm. because he's trying to learn to become a flair bartender. That and hibachi chefs. Now he brought yeah, in... Yeah, a lot of mist shrimp. He brought in the plastic bottles. We were we learn all oh, the... Oh, like, yeah, the plastic bottles. But this yeah. was before Amazon was a thing because you're like, where do you even get those things? <laughs> it's magic. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. I know that you guys make fun of me for my aversion of going into actual banks. Uh, But it happened to me just the other day where I had to once again walk into a bank. And it's not because there's anything wrong. Like, you know, when I go into the bank that I bank with, it's always just fine. Mm -hmm. It seems seems like everyone's sad there for some reason. I don't know why. But, you know, it's always a fairly efficient experience. But it's just not as efficient as being able to do everything online or by going through the drive-thru and all that stuff. Which I've just gotten spoiled, I think, with the technology. Because the banking industry has actually done a pretty good job of embracing technology. And so because of that... I don't really love going into banks, but sometimes you do. And this, the reason why I had to go in this time uh, is because I just forgot the PIN number for my business debit card. Ah! I just, I don't use it that much. And I just forgot. forgot. So I'm sitting here at the ATM. I'm like, did that memory of what that was just delete out of my mind? Like what happened? I mean, if you don't use it, you lose it, Dave. But I mean, it's like, I've used it plenty of times before and I just simply forgot it. I'm just like, what happened to that? So can you not access it on, like, your banking app? So if you want to do a transaction, like get cash out or whatever, then you have to, because I want to get some cash out. That's what it was, because my wife has our other debit card, because she always just has that. 
Good for her. Yeah, great for her. I Bad really for like that for her. <laughs> uh, but I, I wanted to get some cash out, and I went to the bank, and it, it just didn't work. And so I called them. I'm like, hey, can I reset my pin, this and that? They're like, you have to go into the branch. And so I did. And even the people inside of the bank couldn't figure out how to reset the They're pin. They're like, nobody has been this dumb that they forgot their pin number. I know. And and then even worse is I'm going through this whole process, and while they finally figure out you how to remember do it, it, I remember my damn pin. Wait, no, but I ask again because I have changed it on the app before. Like, I've changed my pin on the app. We must bank with different people then because the, the, the bank that I have. business yeah, one, yeah. It, it, it may be, but yeah, because I actually called him and asked, like, is there any way to what, do this? Uh, or, going in person. What's that pin? Well, you want to know the new pin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can have it. There's no money in there anyhow. Oh, thank you. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. Michael is joining us today here on the Dave Mahoney Show. Good luck today in the movie quote quiz. This is a pretty simple game. We're going to play you some clips from real popular movies from over the years. It is a bit of a challenge, though, because you just get like 15 seconds of each one of these and try to figure out what movie this can be. Kind of tough sometimes. So you have a couple of lifelines to help you out. Mahoney and Otter can each be tagged in a, a single time. you got to get four out of the five in order to win today. I once took a history of cinema class at my community college, Dave, so I am a, uh, I am a cinephile, sir. Did Excellent. you finish this class? I did, I did finish that class. Oh, okay. I did. I got an <laughs> A in that class. Because you did drop the, out three times. That's the only A I ever got at community college. Really? <laughs> wow, what a story. <laughs> All right, here we go with clip number one. Good luck, Michael. It rubs the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's Oh, silence of the land. <laughs> Mr. My family will pay cash. Whatever ransom you're asking for, they'll pay it. <laughs> it rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Yes, you will, precious. You will get the hose. The silence of the land. Silence of the land. See, Excellent. My well trashy self, legit first thought, Joe Dirt. Really? Because there is a scene yeah. where Buffalo Bill is in it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, we're, we're playing Joe Dirt. I we're Joe Dirt. Scene. Yeah, right. We're we- seen from Joe Dirt to choose. <laughs> what we didn't know in the 90s is, you know, I mean, they were way, Buffalo Bill is way ahead on the moisturizing game. Yes. Way ahead of it, man. Way you got ahead. it moisturized. Yeah. I've never appreciated that back in 1991 when that movie came out. Now, we, you know, we got these crow's feet, Dave. We uh-huh. should have we we been putting that eye cream. We should have well, gotten stuck in the it hole. It puts the lotion on the skin, guys. Okay, here we go on to number two. Um, good luck on this one as well. What are you thinking about? Cassandra. She's a fox. In France, she would be called La Renard, and she would be hunted with only her cunning to protect her. She's a babe. She's a robo-babe. In Latin, she would be called Babia Majora. If she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> it looks like Audrey and Mahoney can help you out if necessary, but do you know it on your own, Michael? Oh, this is... Oh, this is Wayne's World. Wayne's World, yeah, that's correct. Right? I mean, yeah, I haven't absolutely. seen that movie in so long, but that just made me want to rewatch Such it. Such a crush on Tia Carrera in that yeah. movie. Same, and oh. I am hetero. Like, I legit <laughs> just looked at her and I was like, wow, you are beautiful. You are something. Piece of work. All right, here we that's go. On to number three, you're. Think, what happened to Dana Carvey? <laughs> yeah, right. uh, honestly, but that's Mike age, Myers man. We can say the same stuff. thing about yeah, everyone. That's what it yeah. was. <laughs> Mike Myers did steal all his stuff. All his stuff. Oh, that's right, sad. Here, here we go. On to clip number three, you're doing great. Joker, why did you join my beloved cult? Sir, to kill, sir! So you're a killer? Sir, yes, sir! Let me see your war face. Sir! You got a war face? Ah! That's a war face! Now let me see your war face! Ah! Bullshit! You didn't convince me! Let me see your real war face! Ah! You don't scare me! Work on it! Mm, that's a good clip. All I'm right. out. Do you know it, Michael, or you need some help? Looks like uh, Mahoney can help out if necessary. Is it a full metal jacket? 100%. Dude, you are just so, crushing it. it. My, my dad is a Marine. 
we had a picture of Arlie Ermy, who is the drill sergeant really? in that movie. <laughs> at because he, you know, my dad had a chance to meet him. He, you know, it, it was was a cool guy. Wasn't so, he a real drill sergeant? Oh yeah, that's how he was cast. This was his, I believe, his very first role uh, cast in the uh, Kub- yeah. Kubrick film. Yeah. And but the thing that blew my mind years later because he wasn't he wasn't a super famous actor at the time. But Vincent D'Onofrio is Private Pyle in that movie. And, you know, I wasn't really familiar, but then you go back and you watch it again, you're like, wow, mind blown. All right, so, Michael, you haven't used a single lifeline yet. You can win it right here if you get this one correct. This one takes us back to 2003. Here we go. Evan, read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. The White House Reception Committee greeted the prime rib roast minister, and I do the cha-cha like a sissy girl. I like a do the cha cha. <laughs> do you know it? Uh, you do have two lifelines. Is it, is it um um is it Close the actor down. That's the other that one. is Steve Carell. It's this part two. I'm gonna use my lifeline. Audrey? If I can so. Evan Almighty. Yes. Evan Almighty. No. no, it's not Evan Almighty. No. Yes. That is, I will I will save it and win the game for everybody Wait. right now. That is Anchorman, people. No, it no, is not. What? It's what? It's Evan Almighty. It's Bruce Almighty. He said Bruce Almighty. He said Bruce Almighty? Yes. You said Bruce Almighty? Boo Dave. Boo me. Yeah. Boo, boo Dave. Why did I not hear that at all? Yes, you were he all said Bruce host. Almighty. And then, so I thought it was Evan Almighty instead. And I am an idiot. You win. <laughs> Dave. Wow. God, you're horrible, Dave. I'm, give me a break. I just misheard him, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yo, yo. He's also insensitive. But Mahoney also thought. Not well, me. if it wasn't either of those. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So the NFL draft is this week, and that means that they are rolling out more and more music artists that are going to be a part of it because that's something that happens at the draft every year is they have, like, these official performances. And we saw it last year. It was at Weezer last year and then somebody else that I'm is forgetting. Panic at the Disco or Fallout Boy, I thought. No, because that was, that was for something else, I think. But I, I, I know Weezer played it for sure last year. I think it might have been Panic at the Disco. Maybe you're right. I don't know. But or this Brendan year, Urie, they've uh, they've just added Jonas, Jonas Brothers to the NFL draft lineup. Okay. And you're kind of like, it's sort of the people that, that complain about the Super Bowl acts aren't like they who you'd want to see. They want people who aren't already watching it to watch it. That's if you're a football fan, like, formula. We, like we are, they've already got us. Yeah. So bring in the Jonas Brothers. But then, actually, Fallout Boy, funny that you mentioned them, they're also going to be playing. Motley uh, Crue is going to be playing. That's probably why you thought that. Mm. And uh, then... Thundercat also. So there's going to be multiple oh, cool. bands that are all performing uh, right there in Kansas City outside of Union Station. Last year, Weezer, Marshmallow, and Ice Cube. Ah, that's what it was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> same so, difference. Speaking, ice Cube, Fallout Boy, same, same. Whatever. Speaking <laughs> of football. Yuri, Ice Cube, one, you, same, you, same. you can mistake one for the other. Uh, speaking of football, I'm sure you've probably heard by now, but Aaron Rodgers and that deal with the Jets is officially done. So he's no longer going to be a Packer. He is going to follow the exact same playbook as Brett Favre. Is he going to send inappropriate photos to a sideline reporter? I, I doubt hope it. not. I certainly hope not. I mean, but Very is he currently single? Is this know. what all these ayahuasca so. journeys in the forest are trying yeah. to get him connected again to the earth? I think he's kind of like villain Aaron Rodgers. Like he was always I, I so, love, yes. he was so buttoned up his entire career. Then he's like, screw this. I'm going to become. I'm grow my hair out and wear I'm a ponytail. I'm going to grow my hair out and go trip my balls off. But doesn't it just feel like you end up going to the Jets because you want to be in New York, but you're not It's you're, you're not the guy for the Giants? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's Got how it. I always feel. Like, you're in New York, but you're like I thought I would on want to be a on the secondary Bills. team. Yeah. Not that. You don't want to be in. That's. I mean, I guess just if you're coming fandom. from Green Bay, you know, the cold's the cold. True. So this is some pretty big news. Uh, DirecTV has lost the NFL package, which is huge for them. It's going to be picked up by YouTube TV now, but... That's leading to an enormous merger. I didn't see this coming. Uh, DirecTV and Dish are going to merge. Dish. So there's basically going to be like one satellite TV company and that's it. That's wild. Which, is, in my opinion, is probably one too many because everything is just kind of shifting towards it streaming. Depends on where sure. you're at, though. But I mean, there's, parts, TV, of, there's yes. parts of the country where you're not able to stream yeah. because your, your internet's just pretty trashy. But, uh, you know, I mean, if with the... Streaming getting as good as it is. I've switched over to Hulu Live, but I'm actually probably going to switch over to YouTube TV. 
with the NFL package makes it even that much more appealing for me to switch over to it right now. But I'll tell you this, I compared to where I was spending, I'm saving, I think, close to $100 a month streaming as opposed to going the more traditional route. That's crazy. I, I got rid of DirecTV not too long ago, but I grew up on DirecTV. Like, that's just what we Same. had in the house. Yeah. So 15 I, years. Just a monster company, obviously. So whenever I hear a company like Dish, Dish buying them, it kind of is reminiscent of whenever you hear like uh, a KFC buying out Arby's or something that just doesn't, I, I wasn't expecting one to conglomerate with the other. Well, you thought, wasn't it K, it was Arby's that bought Sonic or something, it's right? Like that, something, right? right? Yeah. It was or just something other, like, how does around? Arby's have all, also these two guys beside me prop up Arby's individually? Arby's has the meats <laughs> and the money to buy whatever the hell they want. Yeah, That's just interesting. But if you think about like Sirius XM, those were two separate radio companies, satellite sure. radio. They, just you know, it's just kind of just the evolution of uh, the business Trying of to keep all up. media. Yep. Yep. For sure. Uh, so you two, speaking of Las Vegas, Mahoney, they have rolled out their dates for the MSG Sphere, the uh, the new globe type Their apology venue. tour. Uh, it's not an apology tour. They, they need don't to owe apologize. You an apology. They need to apologize for that album they put on all of her phones, Dave, and this is the start of the apology tour. So they are they actually are calling it you uh, 2 the apology tour I'm at sorry. MSG Sphere in Las Vegas. 2023. <laughs> uh, the band will perform September 29th and 30th and then October 6, 7, and 8. So when they say it's like kind of a mini residency, it is. It's like weekends or extended yeah. weekends. Uh, but tickets go on sale for that on Friday uh, if you're part of the, I mean, the Verified it's just thing. a different world that we live in, you know, because U2 has been one of the biggest bands in the world for, you know, our entire lives. Yeah. And the fact that they're doing like a mini residency is pretty... You know, it's just, you got to wonder how much money is actually behind all of that because to get you two to do it, even like three shows in a row is going to, I can't, I don't even want to know what those guys money. are making. All the money? Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. There is a certain person, a certain person. so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call... Karen. Karen, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? has nothing to do with the name Karen. It has everything to do about the lifestyle that you live. If you demand respect everywhere that you go, and you are willing to let the world know if anything displeases you, you are a Karen. Or a Darren. I mean, it's also a haircut. Yeah. Yeah, the, hey. hair, the haircut helps. It's Dude, an accent. Nobody Audrey's with that a little haircut. offended because she had the Karen haircut for. It was a pixie cut, and eh. it just grew. Uh-huh. I didn't want to leave myself without bangs. But how did it become <laughs> the Karen and not the Kate? Because that was the Kate Gosselin haircut. It was. You're exactly it 100% right. yeah. was. I don't know. Uh, either way, we've got some reviews here from some Karens that are very, very displeased. Uh, and we'll start with a uh, three tomatoes in Lebanon, New Hampshire. It's got okay. four out of five stars. Sure. Uh, L said five out of five. Absolutely love this restaurant. It's simple, delicious, not overpriced. Rob A said five out of five. Great server, airy space, and central location, right in beautiful downtown Lebanon. Mm. Okay. Sounds lovely. Uh, Karen did not have a great experience. Said one out of five stars. I had a bad experience here back in 2005, so I don't know if this is still relevant or not. The food was great, but the service was horrible. Maybe it's because I'm fat. If anyone has ever been to Lebanon, New Hampshire, they will soon realize there are not a lot of people like me compared to the rest of this fat-ass country. Whoa! The waitstaff practically ignored me like I was not even there. And I gave them a tip. Now that I look back to that year, 2005 wasn't my finest time. Why did I do that? Why did I give them a tip? They certainly did not deserve it! Whenever you don't want to give somebody a tip and they, even if they sucked, you still give them that 20% tip because they don't make anything more than $2 an hour. My sister, this was 18 years ago. <laughs> 18 years ago. She is circling back to an experience she had in 2005. That you is never a new forget. review. You never forget but bad service. It, there's a couple <laughs> things you can get labeled as. And if you get labeled as a bad tipper, though. That's why you always tip. You have to. You have to always even, tip. It doesn't, even if it's the worst Ugh, service ever. I'm, spy, I'm literally, I'm just cursing as I'm writing out your stupid 20% tip. Every time. This, this 20%. Every, every, every time. time. Even, even if you're angry. Even also, if you're angry. Karen, stop fat shaming yourself. This one is for a Wendy's in Ashland, Ohio. It's got 3.8 out of 5 stars. 70 reviews on TripAdvisor. 70 people went on TripAdvisor to review a Wendy's. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Lord said five out of five. This has to be the nicest Wendy's in America. Service and very high tech and fast. 
Maybe that's why so many people have rated that Wendy's Dave. Doris H. said five out of five stars. Checking in. That's it. That's Check the whole again. Checking in. Oh, checking in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they must have been doing some, like, Yelp review, get free french fries thing. Maybe. Oh, you know what? You're probably right. Uh, Karen, you did not have a great experience at one out of five stars. Their angry, violent manager named Sam screamed at me, and I did nothing wrong. He came out of his office screaming. Levi refused to ring up Frosty's on two transactions, and then Levi, and I keep saying it like that because she put in all caps, <laughs> escalated the situation so bad that Sam exploded. Sam is a large, intimidated being. People holding their children back from Sam. Waiting on the GM to call me back. Still waiting. Not surprised considering they have employed a ticking time bomb. Our community deserves better treatment than what Sam gives. Sam ain't playing around. Sam's not playing around and I'm mad that this Karen did not get her phone out so we didn't have audio so we could play it during fast food freakouts. Me too. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. There is a decent amount of chatter going on right now about Conor McGregor, and there is uh, some fans that are starting to get pretty worried about him. So, what do you mean, Death? Well, there was the big fight in Las Vegas this uh, this past weekend, and Conor McGregor was there, and he decided that he was going to, uh, you know, just kind of pal around and talk with the fighters and kind of be, you know, just present at this really big sure. fight that was going on. Um, he was also appeared to be very, very drunk and, and maybe like coked out of his mind as and? well. What's new? Oh, fair. Honestly, he's yeah. kind of been on the downwards powerful. I mean, bit. he made a billion dollars. I mean, and he's a degenerate. This is not. He's why are people in the back of the head. If you're a yeah. Conor McGregor fan, you're like, this is par for the course, man. Yeah, it is pretty on brand for Conor McGregor. All, all he does now is just roll out crappy forms of alcohol and, and then fight old guys at pubs. Yeah. Punching him in the back of the head unprovoked just because he didn't want to take a shot of your crap whiskey. If, you, if you're not familiar with that story, that's, that's pretty dirty. Like, Conor McGregor showed up and was demanding that this guy in Ireland take a drink of his crappy proper 12 whiskey and the guy just was like no. Yeah, that can fly in Toledo. That's not going to fly in the uh, in, in the motherland. So uh, so Conor McGregor was uh, at the roulette wheel and he's throwing money around and this whole thing and so now people are concerned about him. It's not nothing up to this point where he's you know being accused of assault and all of that stuff. Uh-huh. Now it's a problem. He looks okay. a little ill. He looks a little ill. He look great. No, that's called look- steroids people. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney show. segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a, leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Who's the best content creator on the show? Message deleted. It's interesting because all of us create content in different ways, but um, to answer your question, me. <laughs> How do you feel? You're the that? lifestyle brand, Dave. You definitely are. You have it, it is funny that you say that because Mahoney is definitely the tech wizard. Like he's the one who does um most, if not all, of the content that is on the David Mahoney Instagram. Um he really loves kind of creating and cultivating a very specific look. He's mm-hmm. very quality over quantity, but he's put a lot of effort and energy into a lot of the uh, the equipment, the camera stuff that we have. And then me, I'm just selfies. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very good, popular content. No, Nobody could spend 10 hours editing a video and it could be perfect. And you get half the engagement of Audrey looking cute. <laughs> half. Not even. One-tenth. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we, I it's, mean, it's a very what cool. you're, Know what your strengths are. I mean, I feel like that's a metaphor for life. You're like, if you don't know what you're good at, you know, you and I, Dave, we've been partners for a long time doing radio. We've been friends even longer. And there's a lot of times where people who work together don't know how to work together right because everybody wants the spotlight or everybody wants to do what the other person's doing because they think it's more important. You and I know our roles. Yes, like you, know? you are the funny one. I'm the one that pushes the buttons. And not even That's that. It. You know, everybody, uh, you know, I just, I'm the lazy one. I don't want to push the buttons and I don't want to do what you're doing. It works great because <laughs> yeah. you're funny and lazy and I am not that funny but love to work. It's a beautiful marriage. I just chill. I'm just over here like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Still hot. Selfie. Yeah, exactly. I bring more value than my hotness. I know, but that is an additional value, wouldn't you say? It is how I, it's my best foot. Yeah, I put forward. <laughs> what's the closest you've ever come to dying? Message deleted. I hate that. Oh, man, no. I mean, when I was a kid, there was a number of things that I can think about that I was doing where I'm like, I am surprised 
that I did not die. I mean, I've told you guys the story before of like jumping off that dam that was about 50 feet down into the Ooh. water and like diving off it and doing gainers off of it. Do you know what a gainer is? Yeah. Isn't that where you flip around? It's where you jump out and you kick your feet out and then you dive straight down. When Oof. you think about doing that with a slanted dam yeah. 50 feet into the water, like that was- Or into a rock quarry. Yeah, pretty, uh, jumping like, into rock like, quarries. Where literal- Tractors you, were underneath yes, in the water. Uh, it, so you had tractors in your rock yeah, quarry because you were an bridges. Alabama gal. Uh, in <laughs> South Carolina, where I was living at the time, where we were jumping into the rock quarry, we always tried to avoid jumping onto the refrigerator that had been yes, dumped into the yes, rock fridges, old washing machines. Like, what are we doing? Wild, wild times, <laughs> Crazy, man. Crazy, man. Mahoney, you grew up in St. Louis. Did you ever jump off of the no, St. Louis man, Bridge? No, I was okay. suburbs, <laughs> suburbs, so like super suburbs for me. I mean, it was not like great suburbs, like lower, upper lower class, lower middle class suburbs, North County, St. Louis. So we didn't have that kind of stuff like nearby that we can go uh, get in trouble with. But the closest I think I ever came to dying, I was driving on the highway. And I was going about 80 miles an hour in a 1992 Toyota Celica. Mm -hmm. And I got hit. Uh, I got hit hard by a drunk driver in a ah. truck. Oh, really? And he hit the back of my like the back passenger side quarter panel and I'm in the fast lane and I fishtailed going 90. So he pit maneuvered you basically. And I T-boned the meat, you know, the retaining wall yeah. on the slow side, like cross wow. like four lanes and hit that. And this was, I think the year was like 2002, 2003, right around there. It was like right as I was getting into radio, I was doing college radio and I had just saved up so much money to buy the very first color LCD Sprint flip phone. And it was like silver yeah. and shiny. Uh -huh. And obviously when you're in a car accident like that, like first off, my other biggest fear happened. I was wearing glasses. This was pre-LASIK. My airbag goes off. And oh. I always worried about like wearing glasses while an airbag yeah. goes off. You, you are a paranoid paranoid person but this is when those type of scenarios actually do and, arise and so but luckily like like as the the impact of the car just like my glasses went flying oh, but gosh. so did everything else glasses. like my phone my phone got all scratched up glasses oh your phone got scratched Dude, up that's my the worst my, call, my, to my car. car is total doesn't matter not, not the silver phone that sucks, dude. dude I'm glad you're scratched. here today because that truly is an absolutely terrifying scenario. The craziest part. So I'm waiting for the, you know, EMTs and fire people to get there. And you're on oh, a freeway. The and it's like 1.30 in the morning. Luckily, I'm not like super hurt. I'm not hurt. Like, I don't feel anything because my adrenaline at 20 years old is going through the roof. And so then all tea. of a sudden, we're on this overpass near a bunch of like kind of apartments. Everybody from the apartments start to filter out. And they start like chirping at each other while looking at this accident. It was a three-car accident. And then a brawl breaks out literally what? at the scene of this accident. What? what is happening? I don't know what's... And I'm 20 years old, not knowing, like, what the hell is going on in the world. And there's probably 15 people fighting. They have to bring in those big-ass police wagons. <laughs> what? It was... That is pandemonium. That is insanity. That is like something out of Fast and Furious. And I'm just standing there with one of the, the cops, and I was just so mad because the guy, the drunk guy who had hit me yeah. was just wandering around. His wife came and picked him up, and he just, like, left the scene. What? Didn't get charged because what? there was a literal brawl that happened right there. So that is a guy who I've remembered for 21 years. I know where you live now. And we get... <laughs> coming to get you, Carl. And, I, and you got a bill coming your way, my friend. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Mark is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears today. How are you, Mark? Hey, I'm doing great. Hope you guys are doing as well. We are doing just fine. Um, we've got five songs, and we're going to play each one of them for you. They're all cover songs, so they're big popular songs, but people have decided to do their own spin on it and then upload it to the internet. Some very popular on the list today, some not so much, Mahoney. Dave, whether it's somebody who is, you know, an aspiring artist or somebody who's just paying tribute to one of their favorite songs, I love that they have taken the time to upload these performances for all of us to hear. So, Mark, you've got two lifelines. Mahoney, you can tag in one time. Audrey, you can tag in one time if you need it. If you get four out of the five, you win today. Ready to go? Awesome. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. All right, here we go. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Here is number one. Good luck. Uh, 
That's from an artist named Buff Carell. 210 Ooh. views on that bad Ooh, boy. Good old Buff. Uh, Mark, do you know it or do you need wow. some help? Um, I'm definitely going to need some help on this one. Okay, who do you want to tag uh, in, Mahoney or Audrey? Both of them kind of have a look on their face like... Uh, I can at least get you happy. I know it. Okay, uh, let's go with Audrey. Oh. Audrey? Oh, okay. I mean, honestly, pretty fair. Keep Mahoney for a full later on if you need it. Um, I'm going to say Take On Me. That is Take My On Me. My mom used to listen to that song all of the time. That is correct, but do you know do the you artist? Do you know the artist? Um, Mr. Mister? No. No, it's not Mr. Mister. Well, no. I just saw Dave's face, and that just made me wince. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is what you were looking I just for remember that, that music uh-huh. video uh-huh. so vividly <laughs> yeah. as a yeah. kid. Uh-huh. So, All right, yeah. so you, you get a half point on that one. No worries. You're still doing fine. Mahoney is still available as a lifeline if you need it. Here we go. 30 more seconds on the clock. If you want to jump down the beam, the red has to be in yellow. Very sexy girl. Very hard to please. You can be the bad guys, but you won't get them for free in the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Feel my, my, my serpentine. Oh, somehow that I has hate that. that has two thousand views online. Not enough uh, by Patrick Vocals. Not 2, enough. Two thousand views. Two thousand. Mark, you got that one. I think I do. That's Guns N' Roses with uh, Welcome to the Jungle. There you go. Full point. Excellent. What well a done. wonderful rendition of it. Okay, here that we go. Is- on Legit. to number three. Uh, this Stop. one is the least popular on the list today. This one's only got 183 views. Good luck. Can the child within my heart rise above? Can I sail through the changing ocean tides? Can I handle the seasons of my Is he just whacking the microphone top? I don't know. It's, it was very aggressive kick drum sound, but it didn't sound like a normal don't, kick. If, so. if you don't have a kick drum, just slap, slap the, mic. the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mark, you got that one? I think I do. Okay. I think it would be um, um, Mountainside, or Mountainslide, I'm not sure how they pronounce it, um, with... Um, you know it. Right from Stevie Nicks. Close, Close enough. enough. It's Fleetwood Mac and With it's Lance. Landslide. But yeah, that's, you, you, were, you were on the right path okay. there. It yeah, did yeah. feel more like the uh, kind of really bad Smashing Pumpkins cover of Landslide. <laughs> I forgot about that turd. <laughs> You're exactly oh, right. I was like, is this a live version of Billy Corgan <laughs> during some of those dark years? Yeah. Poor dude. Yeah. Oh. All right, here we go. Uh, th- this next one is the most popular one that we have. Uh, it's got almost 10,000 views. 9,700 views on this one. Good luck to you. 30 more seconds on the clock. You're doing great. That is 30 seconds. Mahoney, I know it looks like you can help out if necessary. Mark, what do you think? Do you know it on your own? Um, it's outfield and um, it's a thing that they don't want to lose I'm, tonight. Uh, outfield and I don't want to lose your love tonight. There we go. Your love. Yep, close enough. Uh, well done. Uh, that one had 9,700 views and pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. All Not right, bad. so here's how this works. You've got three and a half points. So if you just get the artist or the song on this last one, you are going to win today. This one also pretty popular. A little bit of a curveball. It is a little bit of a curveball, but it is a popular song. Uh, it's been around for a long time. And this particular rendition from River Rat 99. River Rat. <laughs> has 5,000 <laughs> views. Okay. Let's have a listen. And I don't ever want to be. Like I did that day Take me to the place I love Take me all the way And I don't ever want to feel Like I did that day Take me to the place I love Take me all the way 
because his name is River Rat, I just imagine Master Splinter doing karaoke. And oh, that's what it sounded like. Beautiful feathered blonde mold is what I was imagining. <laughs> All right, Mark, for the win, the artist or the song, do you got it? I'm going to call, I'm going to, I know the artist. Okay. That's all but you I'm need. I'm going to call in Mahoney. It's um, the artist is Red Hot Chili Peppers. You got Red it. Red Hot Chili Peppers. You win. That's Under all you the need. bridge. Under the bridge. Okay. Yep. Good job, Mark. I tried to tap him in, so. <laughs> <laughs> you did awesome, man. This is Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, you have got a neighbor that you are fairly convinced is a hoarder. Now, when we talk about hoarding, like there's different levels of hoarder. I'm like, my wife accuses me of being a hoarder because I have the world's most important bin full of old cords that she says we never use, but that is not true. We use those cords all the time. Well, something about like guys and wanting to collect boxes and cords. Like, I just don't understand that about you all, but it's a thing. Yeah, it's, it's a thing definitely you guys a thing. Do. I, I don't know why I, I don't want to throw away the box that like an iPad came in or something like that. I'm never going to put it back it in the feels box. Substantial. It's, it's a substantial it's a, box. Feels like, it feels like it's worth something. But see, that, here's the thing. is that It is a substantial box. I think we can all agree on that. But it's also a very specific box, so you would never reuse it for something else. But I'm with you. There's something that is hardwired into us as men where we don't want to throw away substantial boxes. Literally the other day, my boyfriend put in a new uh, like ceiling fan for his mother, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, well, let's just throw the box away. And he was like, oh, that's a good box. I was like, what? That's a perfectly good box. You like, get rid of that box. Why are you not throwing the box away? The ceiling fan is on the ceiling. It's well, not coming off. Because it's a good box. You don't, you don't know that. If you Y'all move out of that house, you yeah. got, you're going to regret not having the box. You take the, the ceiling box. fan with you? You take the ceiling fan with you. I put it up. I'm taking it down. That's right. It's coming with us. All right. So you hoarders might actually understand this then. Because I peeked in, not intentionally, but looked into my neighbor's tour the other day as she was walking in and the only reason why I kind of actually rubbernecked it and turned that hard to go check was because I heard her physically like struggling to get into the door. She had to move all of these boxes, like Amazon packages or something, They've out piled of up the to way the door? to the door. Well, dude. maybe wow. she's just getting ready to move and getting in. Or maybe, maybe she also just appreciates substantial boxes. Yeah, maybe she's running a uh, Etsy shop out of her apartment. That's actually an or, example that my hoarding boyfriend gave. See, all all of us dudes are like backing <laughs> her up. We're like, no, you got a bunch of boxes. That's cool. I know what it's necessary and cool. I know what it is. Huh. She's building a cool ass fort. I bet she is. Who doesn't she's love cool ass forts? Homeless. People have the forts like that. She has a home. Stop it. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Enough with the Karens. It's dead. Guys, just move on. Message deleted. So, Says a Karen. That's right. You're Karening about us doing the Karen Chronicles. We did have a Karen one time reach out and she was very upset because we did the Karen Chronicles uh, because her name is Karen. But then she continued on with her message and she was an actual Karen. Now, it's not about the name. It's, it's about a lifestyle and the haircut. That's exactly right. At, at, at. And it's not just women down. either. There's men and we call them <laughs> Darren's, Darren's, and you and know what haircut that is? Mm-hmm. That is the tightest skin fade buzz cut you can think of. And normally, like the big white Oakleys. Oh yeah, yeah, they go they yeah, yeah. nicely together. Isn't it kind of funny if you think about it? We're kind of having a Karenception moment here, where you guys are Karening about Karen's Karening you. You guys are like, yo, Karen, of course you would have a problem with our thing where we're talking about Karens because you're calling of in and being angry about Karens. You're defending the Karens, Audrey. <laughs> That's just yes. I have been this way. Nah, I was man. bred this way. I was born no, this here's, way. No, here's, we will stand by this as a show till the day we die. If you treat people who work in customer service poorly, we will fight you. I don't know, man. If you Fist go fight, out, if you go like out into the public. Joe O'Sullivan style, like yes. those old school fisticuffs. Like why, where they, yeah, like, put up, put yeah, why, why would you box like that? Yeah. <laughs> that is so inefficient. You're really going to hurt your wrist. Who are some celebrities that would look absolutely awful with a beard? And don't say Jennifer Aniston. We all know that. Message Nobody deleted. looks bad with a beard if it's a good beard. You know who it's I think o- looks better without a beard is Chris Evans, the guy who plays Captain America. He does because he's pretty. Jared Leto, another guy who's. Jared, well, if you're Jared a Leto's, very pretty man, yeah. Matthew McConaughey looks better. If it's, yeah. it's if you're really pretty, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is a very pretty man. He doesn't look great with a beard. Yeah. Now there's a good example. But yeah. if you're just like. 
us and you're you homely. It. Yeah, no, like Steve Carell benefits greatly from a beard. Sure. You know yeah. who who everybody's really about right now? He has even called himself daddy, um, but he has a horrible beard. Pedro and he, Pascal. Pedro Pascal. It's all patchy. Bad. But he's got a good mustache. He does have a good mustache. But, but I mean, he's bringing the stash back too. Yeah. I mean, like the mustache thing is kind of having its renaissance moment um, at, at the right now. I feel like if he would have had a mustache like 10 years ago, we kind of would have been like... Yeah, he did have a mustache 10 years ago. You just didn't know who he was. Yeah, he, was no, he was in Narcos. Yeah. He was in Game of Thrones also. Oh, I did know that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he wasn't... He was not... He's not the who he is. caliber of celebrity that he yeah, is. I mean, he's an A-list star now. When yeah. you're on the, like, the premiere show on HBO, like, I mean, if you're on their award-winning, you know, Sunday night flagship show like Succession right. or Game of Thrones or now, you know, The Last of Us, which we had... Or what is it, eight or ten weeks? I mean, you could become an overnight star even though you've been doing this for 20 years. And that's what we kind of saw with Pedro Pascal. What's funny is that he's got an enormous role in The Mandalorian, but you just never see him. Nope. It's never well, Baby, Yoda's, his- Baby Yoda's the bigger star there. Yeah, for sure. He took his helmet off there for a little bit, and yeah. you're not supposed to be able to do that. And ever since he did that, I actually did not like the show anymore. Like, the whole really? point is you're not supposed to take your helmet no, off. That's, uh, uh, they bring it back. They, they explain it. Oh, well, but still, I didn't like it. I didn't get as far as the explanation. Get into season three. That's plot. That's plot. Messed up the plot. (laughs) Why the hell does the alphabet have to be in that order? It doesn't. You know, when I have kids, I'm making R the first letter. Hold on. If you're just getting to know Audrey, Audrey has (laughs) a superpower. (gasps) Oh, she can do it. She has a superpower that I am in awe every time you do this. And I hate to, like, make you perform. Thanks. Thanks. Well, here's the, can I give a little bit of a background on why I even know how to mm-hmm. do this? So um, I used to have the meanest substitute teacher. And a lot of us have at least a mean teacher or a mean sub that you could remember, bus driver. Um, and her name was Miss Moody, ironic enough. Miss Moody. And uh, she would come in, this was in, I was in fourth grade, and she would come in and say, if you all ever talk out of turn, I will make you do one-armed push-ups as long as it takes for you to do the alphabet backwards. Me being me, I'm like a, I'm like no one. I'm just gonna start talking. I'm a talker. Like that's just who I am. So I learned how to say the alphabet really, really fast. So all I would have to do is like attempt at doing one-armed push-up, possibly all the way down, or maybe just a push-up. We'll so see. So in order to hack the system that Miss Moody put in place, you learned the alphabet backwards, and you learned how to do it as quickly as possible. As fast as I possibly could. And you could. still, to this day, remember well, how to do it. Give me, let me pull up a stopwatch. Okay. okay see, see how long this, this is. This is just the silliest thing. I mean, nobody cares about this. It was a party no, trip no, for no, a really long is, time. This is impressive. This is, is impressive. I mean, it, this is. Let's see. Is it lo- impressive? Yeah, Should I, I put it so. on my LinkedIn? Yeah. With my- <laughs> All right. Stop <laughs> part of my Entrepreneur can do alphabet backwards. Stopwatch is ready. All right. In three, two, one. ZYXWVUTSRQPONMLKJIHDFADCBA. 2.8 <laughs> seconds. That is insane. That I probably could do it. I'm a little sweaty right now. I'm a little nervous. I was put on the spot. But I mean, I used to be able to do it probably even faster than that because I used to love tongue twisters as a kid too. So it was kind of like a feat, like I attempted really, really hardcore to do that. But that is yeah, man. very impressive. So shout out to Miss Moody. She kind of paved the way for my career today. And if you're ever <laughs> drunk in public, great skill to have. Yeah, absolutely. Great for field sobriety tests. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know, we talk about technology and how it's advanced, and you know, there's plenty of people that are pretty worried about AI and what that could look like in the future, and understandably so. I mean, tech has definitely advanced a lot in our lifetime. Sure. You think about you know, this generation that we're all living in right now basically went from there being a very limited amount of connectivity to everyone constantly being connected, at least as much as they want. No, if we wanted to be connected, uh, you know, even across the country or out of the city, you know what those long distance bills were? Long distance bills, man. Those were a real thing. Dude, I can't, like, I don't, well, actually, I don't know how much they were. I just was always told that they were, like, super expensive. Because, I mean, obviously, I wasn't paying bills when I was a kid. That, that's how you knew that you grew up in, like, a lower middle class family is when, like, somebody would freak out if you made a long distance call over 10 minutes. Because oh, that, that's 10 minutes? That, that's when it started what? to go nuts. That's, yeah, I, I can't even imagine. Yeah, we, we, we weren't allowed to make any long distance calls no. in my house growing up. Not a single one. Um, but technology still does surprise me from time to time. Like, I, have you guys used an Amazon locker before? I yes. have not. I thought it was so cool. I just used it for the first time the other day. They installed an Amazon locker by where I live, and you walk up and you just 
Punching the Bluetooth a little code. Of it. Oh yeah, that's you. Don't have to punch in the, if you just allow Bluetooth, it just you walk up and just bloop, the little door flops open. But I didn't know how how it worked, right? Because there's no handles on the door or anything. It just kapink Dave, opens right up for you. Can I interest you in a game that you can start playing? I would love because that. usually, at least the way that my Amazon locker works, is that there is like a little uh, like a, like a area where the technology happens, right? Mm-hmm. And then it just says locker will open this away, and it doesn't tell you. Which locker is about to open? Oh, I so love you guessing. To, you try to guess? <laughs> <laughs> I love trying to guess which locker it is going to be. I don't even point to it and see, and it's never. It's, it's literally you always never get it wrong. But still, I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get it. Something else I'll do that I know that you appreciate when it comes to technology advancements is on Apple Maps and Google Maps, uh, you can just totally dime out the cops when they have a speed trap going on. Every time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Whenever I am driving, I'll go everywhere with Apple Maps or Google Maps. Like, I just put that on... Even if I've been in the city for a really long time, it's just making sure that I am taking the fastest route. And because of that, though, I'm always hearing speed check in one mile or speed check in two miles. Or if I see a cop, I'm like immediately like diamond them out. I'm like. There's, there's a speed check right here, right See, now. back in the day, we just used to have to flash our headlights at each other, and then the urban legend started that if you yeah. flash your headlights, that a game was going to come gonna come kill okay. you. And, yeah. and they ruined that. <laughs> they did. I bet I you know who started that. It was cop propaganda. It's got to be. Gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we appreciate what you're doing, but we just don't like speeding tickets. Yeah, no, you, just, you can give somebody else speeding tickets. Yeah. 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 That's for not somebody us. else. We're not, not jerks. Yeah, that's right. We're law-abiding, speeding citizens. <laughs> that's right. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. To own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. I am so happy to be able to share the news, Mahoney, that we have got another story in the Redneck Report coming us directly from the villages. I mean, the Sunshine Laws down in Florida, Dave, and the villages, which is the world's largest retirement community, uh, just no. I mean, no end in sight of the content that they continue to feed us of craziness. Just this week, we've heard about a guy getting arrested on a bike in the villages, Mm -hmm. a woman getting arrested on a golf cart, and now we have this individual. His name is Bob. He's 67 years old of the Lady Lake Villages. Uh, was pulled after a check of his license plate revealed that the truck's registered owner does not have a valid driver's license. Ah, During the uh, traffic stop, the officer noticed that Robert's pants were wet. And there was a strong odor coming from the vehicle. And he said, why uh, why are your pants wet, buddy? And he said, spill my drink. It appears that his uh, license had been permanently revoked for multiple DUI convictions because he had been drinking a lot over the years. And so they eventually just took his license away. Has not learned his lesson. They searched the pickup. They found a full bottle of Bacardi rum in the truck bed, four bottles of Fireball whiskey in the glove Dude. compartment, and... A box of wine behind the passenger seat. I don't want to shame anybody, but dude, what are you doing? You are old enough to know that you should not be drinking Fireball. You got four bottles <laughs> of Fireball, and also, what kind of what kind of mix is that? So you're having like your little Mai Tai with your rum in it, and then you're going to Fireball, and then box wine. Like, what if we gotta pick a lane here, buddy? Yeah, Come man. On, when you start mixing those, that's how you end up wetting your pants. I will and say that there he, is nothing uh, he, worse than those fireball burps. You literally yeah. feel like you're fire, like you're burping fireballs out of your mouth, just straight up, and, and then just uh, come straight out. You're right. This uh, this gentleman had had peed his pants. Yeah. So maybe time Pretty to make brand. some life choices, Bob. So this one is a bit mother like child. A Lakeland woman was arrested when deputies say that she barged into an elementary school. The 39 year old. Uh, stormed into this elementary school at 11 a.m. and started yelling and cursing at school staff. The reason she was so upset is because her child had been acting out and had been disruptive in the classroom. And so 39-year-old mom, Michelle, M-E-C-H-E-L-L-E, decided to come bursting into the class and screaming at everyone. Well, the administrator for the school uh, did not appreciate that, so they just hit the button and locked the doors so she couldn't get in. Especially in the time that we're living right now, you can't just, like, barge into a school. Yeah, not the time for that. Uh, she also decided that she was going to try to fight the school staff and the police officer that arrived to arrest please her. Please tell so. me they tased her. Please, <laughs> tell, please tell me there's a tasing at the end of the story, Dave. I don't know for sure, but because I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that. Yeah, I can't. I mean, here, that's one of my biggest fears. Like, you know, my wife is a elementary school administrator. 
and like having to deal with a crazy parent like crazy that. You better yeah. get her in like Taekwondo, dude. Oh, she can hand. Uh, she whoop my ass. I mean, I'm not <laughs> doing anything to save her. She'll whoop that ass. Somebody comes at her like that. So you're just worried for the person who yeah. is going to be coming for your wife yeah. if that ever were to actually happen. Yeah, they're going to catch a tiger uppercut. <laughs> Dave. Dave and Ed Mahoney. So Mahoney, I've been talking to you quite a bit recently about how I've been trying desperately to get all of the child labor laws repealed. Mm-hmm. Now that I've got four kids, it's time to get those kids to work. I mean, Dave, uh, depending on the state that you live in, yeah, <laughs> might have some luck. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I'm joking about that, but I did see something that struck me as kind of the perfect gig for my kids. What's did that? You guys do gig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, like if, if you know, you're out there doing this recreationally, you might as well make some money. Yeah, right? you do okay. what you love. You, you never you work a day in your life. Oh, God. Barf. <laughs> but uh, are my kids the only ones that when they see like a pack of seagulls, they run directly towards it? That's a normal thing for kids, kids, right? That's yeah. Yeah, because they, they don't know how crazy seagulls are yet. Man, I, I tell you what, seagulls are crazy. Like, yeah. first off, uh, I don't know if you've ever been followed by seagulls as you were like throwing something in the air, but they were like dive bomb and everything else. The, the craziest seagull story that I've ever seen, though, is when I was in Southern California and I saw a seagull eating another seagull on the beach. That's cannibalism. That's cannibalism. I've man. seen a pelican eat a seagull. You oh, see that a pelican? Was wild. Did it just swallow it whole? Oh, I mean, got him in his big old gull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seagulls wild. are like the cockroaches of the beach. Pigeons yeah. are the cockroaches of city landscapes. You're exactly right. I mean, those two birds will just eat anything. Anything. They're, they're aggressive. They're survivalists. And so the reason why, again, I want to put my children to work is because there is a zoo in England, which also added benefit. It's in England if they go over there and do like a work release program. Is that what they call it? They'll come back with a cool accent. Come back with a cool accent. <laughs> Who doesn't love a little kid with a cool accent? I go, Daddy, why are you always drinking? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you stable rat. <laughs> uh, zoo in England has posted a job seeking applicants that are comfortable wearing a bird costume. So it's a giant inflatable bird costume. And the reason why they're having these people wear these giant inflatable bird costumes is because they want to scare off the seagulls. I mean, like that's live a, action that, scarecrow. That's that's I mean, that is an American bald eagle, it looks like. Right? It does look like an American ball. Mm-hmm. 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 That one, yeah, they for say someone. the ideal candidate. Yeah, it's like wish.com. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible looking, but the it's ideal not, it's candidates. Not very American, actually. W- would be visitor focused, friendly, energetic, flexible, outgoing, and need to be comfortable wearing a bird costume. I mean, yeah. your kids meet all of these requirements. Get them earning, Dave. And if the kids are too short for this particular bird costume, stack you can just stack one on top of the other. <laughs> I would like to go back to the wish.com version of this American bald eagle here. You can't have a bald eagle made in China. Like, <laughs> that's a that's a male pattern baldness eagle. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>